Today's episode of Coffee with Karina is brought to you by Fresh Patch, the real grass delivery service for pets. Fresh Patch has been featured on Shark Tank, Oprah, and the Today Show. They've shipped their grass patches to hundreds of thousands of customers all across the United States. So bring the outdoors inside and make life easier for both you and your pet. Visit freshpatch.com and save 20% with code COFFEE. This is Coffee with Karina, and here's your host, Karina Michelle. So here we are. It's finally October, and I'm so ready for fall. I've been in sweatpants for so long. I'm not sure what trends are anymore or where to go from here. So I'm hoping my next guest can help me. She's an Amazon lifestyle host and a positive influencer. And she's also one of our stars making a social impact from our series in Authority Magazine. Her name is Katie Sands. How are you, Katie? I am good. How are you? Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, thanks for coming on. So I have some questions for you. So what kind of trends are you seeing, you know, around this fall? And is it comfortable too? Because I'm kind of stuck in my phase, I guess, of the sweatpant thing. Yes. Well, that is why I partnered with Fat Buddha to create this capsule collection of athleisure wear. So we not we just launched our first collaboration in at the end of July for athleisure because who wants to be in anything else? Right. Not me. I mean, I started out as technically a fashion influencer, and of course, I was working with a lot of higher-end brands and more higher-end contemporary. And then I just realized as more and more people just wanted to see real life and lifestyle, and especially with quarantine and COVID and the of our world, no one wants to see anyone dressed up these days. And I didn't want to create a capsule collection that was not anything but comfortable. So that's kind of the impetus for why we started this capsule collection in athleisure. So you'll be seeing a lot of that. I'm also launching what's called Honestly Chill, because this collaboration was called Honestly Fit, or what we deemed it afterwards. And the chill will be all sweatpants, fleeces, sweatshirts, um, that's because like everyone else, I'm in my sweatpants too, working from home. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And there's a lot, obviously there's like cuter sweatpants, you know, it's not all boring stuff, but yeah, it's so hard to break out of that. And I guess there's not really any reason to, as long as they're cute. And what kind of colors are you seeing? What's in right now? Um, well, I started out with a lot of bright colors. I actually use my audience and my questions and my polls to create the entire collection. That's why we've used the hashtag made by you for you. So I really took Pantone colors that the company had patents for and we just asked them what colors they wanted. So mm-hmm. a lot of bright colors for the last few months. I think people you know are looking for colorful pieces that can really brighten their mood because being inside a lot, I think really is damaging to our mental health. And that is also why I'm donating a percentage of proceeds for the entire collection and all the pieces moving forward to the Judd Foundation for Mental Health Advocacy. Awesome. Yeah, it's important. I mean, we definitely need just the little things I think make a big difference, you know, different colors or candles or whatever it is. But I, I have sunflowers in my house. I get them every week and put them in. I hope they don't go out of season because I know they do, but I'm just like, it brightens my mood immediately. I yeah. Colorful around. It helps for sure. So you created this brand, Honestly Kate. How did that start? Like your advice be to aspiring young people out there that want to do the same so, thing? 
I actually created it on a CK. It's a kind of a mix of a few things, but it was more of a happy accident. I was in grad school studying theater production, always had a love for costume design and the production side of everything that goes into film, TV, theater. And I always found that I was like gravitating towards costume design. I had interned for Team Vogue when I was much younger, on like my high school internships. And I always knew I loved the side of things that kind of tells a story and brings everything together. And I started posting it on an account I made for myself called Honestly Kate. Instagram was not what it is today. I really just used it as an editing tool. And I was just posting my outfits to just capture them. So I knew what I had. And I loved how Uh different costume designers of our time, especially Patricia Fields, used contemporary clothing in costumes for TV. That was really never done before. You would usually make costumes from scratch and they weren't a contemporary brand that you could actually shop. And I thought that was really interesting that she was melding the two worlds of fashion and theater and acting together. So I started posting myself in contemporary clothing, but in a fun, unique, whimsical way. And that's how I started Honestly Kate. Interesting. And now that you're doing this other thing, Amazon Live, I don't know much about this, but I checked it out and there's an amazing lineup of people. I was like, wow, I got to check this out. (laughs) I feel like the group of hosts, I think we're the Mickey Mouse Club just because we're like a group of fun hosts that work together. We're all so different and have like our own specialties. They're such a fun group of chefs and home designers and tech experts. And I came in as really a fashion expert, but now I'm doing a lot more because I'm doing tech because I'm explaining that I am probably the most, the least tech savvy person in the world. But if there's simple tech that helps me in my job, I can share it with other people. That was easy to use, easy to put together. So that's been really helpful. You can find it on the Amazon live site. It's actually on the Amazon homepage, which is pretty awesome. You can shop the stream. So this is very new, I think. And it's, I think it's going to be the way of the future because not only are we talking and sharing with you the hottest trends, I focus on the hottest trends under a hundred dollars, but we're also sharing them with you live. So our people these days and generation wants to shop things immediately. They want instant gratification. And so we try to do it in the most sustainable way we can. So I'll talk about a jacket and then right as I'm talking about the jacket, for example, it will come up below and you can literally click it and add it to your Oh heart. my gosh. This sounds really dangerous and really fun. It's, it's also dangerous because like when I, if I'm speaking and then another host comes on, yeah. I have my computer right in front of me because awesome. I stream from my phone and I speak to the audience live as okay. we're streaming. And so I'm like, this is dangerous. I start adding things to my car <laughs> right. and literally live. Yeah, but I'll take that. Okay. And then you know how it works. So you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I also, I'm a host on one of their shows called Today's Deals Live. And it's like the deals of the day and they're only on deal for 16 hours. So it's oh. like, oh, I didn't know if I should get that, but now I guess I should. Oh my gosh. That's awesome though. I love it. I'm going to check that out. So you're also the youngest board member of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Was that something you'd always been interested in or what kind of like inspired you to get involved with the charity and everything that they do? Um, I don't know what originally inspired it, but I've always been really involved in philanthropy and giving back in any way. But that's like kind of been ingrained in my head since I was really young. My parents sent us to a Quaker school growing up. I'm Jewish, I'm not Quaker, but part of the Quaker values and traditions are to use your time 
in volunteer work. So part of our like daily week or weekly schedule was to volunteer. So I remember going to college and realizing that wasn't part of my schedule and being like, wait, everyone's going to do this? I thought, yeah. So I've always been really just like drawn to get kids and Mm -hmm. trying to make them happy. And it's part of the reason I always loved theater and design growing up because I felt like it was an escape from reality for like anything that was bad going on. This was an escape world of like happiness Mm -hmm. and especially with musical theater. And so I've always grew up doing music therapy and art therapy with kids that were mentally challenged or in cancer units in hospitals. And so it's always been something I've really loved. And I always wanted to work with Make-A-Wish and volunteer, Mm -hmm. but I knew I had to be a certain age before you're actually allowed to volunteer or be a wish grantor. So the second that I had graduated from college and was back in the city where the NLC chapter is of Make-A-Wish, I pretty much stopped them and asked them a million times if I can come to any events they were hosting, if I can meet the members of the board, how I can get involved, if I can go through the training to be a wish grantor. And I did that. And it, they asked me to be on the board two years ago because of it. And since then, I've been really using my platform as a way to get other people involved, which has been incredible. Like I think yeah. if you have a platform it's so surprising to me when people don't use their platform for good when they have a large following because like I still consider my following relatively small in the grand scheme of Instagram. And Mm -hmm. I have gotten hundreds and hundreds of people involved in the program worldwide. So I'm like, if I could do this, like think about people who have bigger following, like what they could be doing. So that's kind of my goal with my platform is just to give back and use my platform for good. Mm -hmm. I like try to live by the message to, feel good, you should be doing good. And I've been doing a lot of virtual workouts for Make-A-Wish, hosting events any way I can. Obviously, it's been so challenging during this time because we had to cancel uh, 90% of our wishes because they're mostly travel wishes. Oh my God. Which has been heartbreaking. And so Mm -hmm. trying to like get creative and use like my audience's feedback and anyone's feedback to think of other wishes that we can grant those children that weren't Mm -hmm. able to get their wish. Because Mm -hmm. unfortunately, this is the first time this has obviously ever happened in Make-A-Wish, but we're not allowed to postpone their travel wishes at the time. Oh no. Because we just don't know where the state of the world is and we don't want to promise kids things that we can't make happen. Right. Oh my gosh. That's awful. It gets back to normal soon. I mean, it sounds like your parents did an amazing job. I think whatever they did with you worked. I mean, I have two little girls and I'm trying to do the same thing. You want to instill these great values. And I'm always saying, you know, we want to help other people and, you know, in the community and all these things. But whatever they did, they did a good job. Thank you. Well, I think just telling like your little girls, and this is what I try to do too, is like, you know, people always reach out to me asking how they can get involved Mm -hmm. in different things. And first of all, I think that's really hard to find out. I didn't realize that, I guess, till I had graduated college and was in the real world and in the city and working that I was like, oh, it's not that easy to just figure out where to volunteer. And Mm -hmm. I feel like my dream is to eventually make a platform where it's easy to find out, kind of like a posting board for different things. Mm -hmm. And then also figure out a way, I think it's hard for people to know what philanthropy or what organization they want to be involved in because I'm mm-hmm. like, first of all, find what your passion is. Is your passion music? Is your passion sports? Whatever your passion is, there's always like a way to give back in those mm-hmm. fields. And 
also with the Judd Foundation, I felt why we decided to donate a percentage of proceeds from my capsule collection to Judd is because like working out to me is all about like not only moving your body physically, but also like mentally moving your yeah. mind. Yeah. And this time more than ever, I think is so important to give back to your mind. Like if you have a brain, you have mental health, you should definitely be Take care. Yeah. taking care of it. I agree. And I think it's really hard to know what to do with that. And mm-hmm. The Judd Foundation is an incredible organization that does give back in so many ways and does use their platform to help others. And I was trying to see whatever I could do like that wasn't necessarily about raising money at first. So I was having my therapist come on and do live therapy sessions. Yes. That was my next question, actually. (laughs) Tell me about that. I can't believe... I mean, it's amazing reading that. I was just like so taken back in a good way. Like, oh my gosh, you know, talk about destigmatizing the idea of therapy. And like most people would never even think of doing that. There's no way, you know? So yeah, tell us, you allowed cameras in, right? Well, I had to actually take a major break for the last two months because that was a lot to allow. It was like, I never, my platform, yes, is so open to my audience, but I fully control it. And so it's not like a reality show where I don't know what's being shown. And this felt more like a reality show because yeah. I didn't really know where I was going to go. Yeah, there's no control. I mean, yeah. you're just kind of so like... <laughs> I had to take a little break just because like therapy is such a personal experience. Yeah. And I felt like during that time when so many people were going through and still are going through so many emotions and we just don't really have answers and it's kind of scary that if mm-hmm. I showed that I was really comfortable going to therapy and asking for help, then maybe it would inspire others to do the same. And I thought that if I showed my therapy, you know, the people are don't go to therapy for a few reasons. One, they have a stigma against therapy because of the way they grew up what their Mm -hmm. parents say, people around them, too, because it's expensive and most insurance companies don't cover it. And three, I think they just think, oh, this is an actual problem. This is something Mm -hmm. like I can deal with myself. Right. It'll go away or something. Yes. It'll go away or like I'll self-medicate by Mm -hmm. smoking weed, drinking alcohol, whatever their self-medication is. For me, like my family is always really open with therapy my entire life. My grandma suffered from severe mental illness, so and she never wanted help. She had a stigma against it. But Mm -hmm. I felt like if I can show my sessions, then hopefully it will inspire other people to want to ask for help. Or maybe if they're still too scared to talk about it, then they'll fear my problems and it will answer their issues. And it was really incredible. And it did... My audience really loved it. It just Mm -hmm. got a little too personal because... Yeah, you know, it's a live chat because we were going on live and people I can't were imagine. in. Yeah, some really inappropriate things, and I was just like, okay, like this went a little too far, wow. so we're just gonna rein it in for a moment. Yeah, <laughs> wow. I think it's amazing that you did that. Even if you know you did it for however long you did it for, I think it's still great, and I'm sure you helped so many people. I mean. I think it's like that fear of the unknown because I've done it too a couple of times in my life, and I thought it was amazing. You know, it yeah. helps you get through it instead of kind of like going around something, I feel like. and Totally. But then, also you have to be open to it. Yeah, exactly. You have to be open to it. But yeah, I'm sure you helped a lot of people. So that's really cool. I hope so. Yeah. So if a couple of questions. If you had to pick one habit that's put you on the path to success and put you where you are, what do you think that would be like the most important thing? Um, that put me on the path? Yeah, like put you kind of 
on that path to success and put you in the position that you're in now? I think just a few things. I guess there's not really one for me. One is like you have to have a great support system and like keep your bubble small. Two is that you can't be afraid to ask for what you want. I know that sounds so cliche, but it's Mm. so, it's for me, it's still the most important thing when it comes to my personal life and my business. I remember in the beginning, I used to create like storylines in my head of how something would go wrong before I even asked for it. And I would be like, oh, they're not going to respond because they're going to think I'm X, Y, and Z and they don't think I'm going to fit. And because of that, then they're going to tell this other brand I'm working with, blah, blah, blah. And like, I would create a whole storyline of like how it could go wrong (laughs) before I even said, before I even asked if they wanted to do anything or me for coffee. Yeah. So I think I realized that really early on, I was getting in my own way. Mm -hmm. And that was all straight in my head. And the worst that anyone would ever say to me is no. And once I realized that, I'm like, the worst thing that could possibly Mm -hmm. happen by me reaching out is I'm saying no, and that's not even bad. Yeah. (laughs) That's the worst possibility. Then why am I so afraid? And I still remind myself that today. I'm like, oh, if you think you deserve more money for a project, if you think you deserve more time, if you think like, just ask for it. The worst that someone's going to say is no. Yeah. And speaking up, giving that, you know, your two cents and I think is good. It's a good thing in meetings and whatever. So you've been involved in so much. Where do you see yourself heading from here? My dream is to eventually be able to have the Honestly Kate brand stand on its own with a bigger team of writers that is not just me because I think that different, you know, opinions and anecdotes from other people would be really important and hopefully building that brand. And then also for myself, I'd love to go into, I am hosting with Amazon Live and I love it. It's kind of the best mix for me with fashion and acting and I just want to host more and I love talking to other people. And I think my message is stronger suited for speaking than it is for writing. So more hosting, eventually have my own show and go from there. Why not? That's awesome. Well, I'm going to check out Amazon Live. And uh, for everyone else that wants to find you online, what are the best places? There's Instagram. Instagram is definitely my biggest platform. It's at Honestly Kate. And I also have my website, www.iamhonestlykate.com. Well, thank you so much, Katie. I really appreciate it. This was fun. Of course. Thank you so much. And I'll speak to you soon. All right. Have a good day. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. This is Karina Michelle, and you've been listening to Coffee with Karina. We are having a great time just talking and having some coffee, and I hope you're having fun too. So if you like what you hear, check out some of our other episodes, and we hope to see you back here next time.